Doc. This is your host, Doc. And as you know, we must start off the show by saying a rest in peace to all nine passengers aboard that helicopter last Sunday, January 26, 2020. Kobe Bean Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and his other seven passengers. So I just want to dedicate a couple of minutes to Kobe. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit anybody. I was not a fan of Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant caused me a lot of pain over the course of his career. He was a Los Angeles Laker. I am a Spurs fan. Did I respect Kobe's talent? Yes. Did I know that I was seeing something special every time I seen him on the court? Yes. I am not a fool. Do I wish that Kobe was a little bit less of a great basketball player when he played my Spurs? Hell yes. Because since 1999, my Spurs played those Lakers seven times in the playoffs. And each team went on to go to the championship round between 1999 and 2005. Seven times, seven straight finals with the Spurs and the Lakers. And each team won the title. Spurs won in 99, 2003. The Lakers won in 2000, 2001, and 2002. Then we played them again in the 2008 Western Conference Finals, which the Lakers blew us out 4-1. So the Lakers are the only team in the entire NBA to have a winning record in the playoffs and in the regular season against the San Antonio Spurs. And a lot has to do with Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, He will be missed. This was a tragedy. I remember exactly what I was doing when I heard the news. I was actually trying to book a flight myself. Me and my wife were sitting around Sunday. So we got the news kind of late. Most of the world probably had known already, but we didn't find out about this until maybe 2 o'clock in the afternoon on on Eastern Standard Time because we were trying to book flights. And then my wife says, hey, what the F is going on? And I'm like, baby, what's happening? You know, I'm thinking that somebody personal that we knew something tragic had happened. And she said, Kobe died. And I was like, get out of here, which I'm sure was the reaction that a lot of people felt. It took the wind out of my sails. I'm like, this is a young man. And then there was a lot of rumors going around at the time. You couldn't go online without finding out that it was more members of his family Poor Rick Fox's family was involved. It was just a tragedy, and it's a sad thing. Now, the Lakers uh, actually canceled their game against the Clippers on uh, Tuesday. Hey, who we got here? Is this Ned? Yeah, Ned boy. Hey, Ned, I'm talking about Kobe right now. I, I'm sorry. How you doing today, brother? Uh, it's all good. Everything's good. Fantastic. So the Lakers canceled the game against the Spurs Tuesday. Now, I thought that maybe they should have played, but that's just my being selfish because I thought maybe that it was uh, everybody was ready, but everybody wasn't ready. So I guess that the NBA, I mean, I couldn't be mad at the Lakers. I couldn't be mad at the Spurs. These are people who knew them personally. So what was your initial thought when you heard about Kobe Bryant had died? And it was confirmed, not the rumor, but you confirmed in your mind that this was real, Ned. Uh, I was out in Houston. I got, I saw the first post from TMZ, and I was like, oh, shit. But then I started Googling it, 
because I like to make sure other outlets are reporting, but then I think it took about a half an hour before other outlets started reporting, then fell down. But then when they heard that the daughter was on the plane, that, that like, really messed me up. Uh, I don't think I felt like that from, a, like, a, a, a sports figure, a celebrity passing away ever. Uh, this one, I'm going to agree. This was a gut punch that I I don't put celebrities above regular human beings because they're just regular human beings with supreme talents. So, but this was a gut punch that uh, actually uh, dominated my last Sunday. I didn't go on as business as usual that day. It seemed to, all my focus was there. I was literally hurt. And like I started off, I couldn't lie. I was not a Kobe fan. Yeah. I'm a Spurs fan. And I already went through briefly the history between the Spurs and the Lakers. The Lakers and the Spurs had the gravest, greatest rivalry between 1990s and the 2000s in all of the NBA. There is nothing close to the rivalry between the Spurs and the Lakers over the last 25 years. And because of that, Kobe hurt me many, many, many times. <laughs> many times. I cannot sit here. Kobe, Horry, Fisher, those guys destroyed whole seasons of mine. So I loved Kobe, not the man, because I did not know him. See, I'm not one of those people who ever say I love a celebrity I don't know. But I can love their talent. See, I love Eminem's talent, but I don't know if them. I might hate the dude, but I love what you do. So I can separate the two. I, I can compartmentalize properly who you are and what you do. You know, I, I, I actually posted something the other day. And to me, this is real important. It's a real important message from Kobe. Kobe didn't create the Mamba mentality, people. He lived it. He, you know, you don't have to create something to embody it. He embodied it. And it seems like online, especially Instagram, Facebook, social media, and celebrities right now, everybody wants to be the Mamba. But see, are they going to have the same energy net in three weeks? Forget six months, three weeks. I but bet most you of them won't. Yeah, you know what? Monday morning, say Monday through Wednesday of this week that just passed, people started calling people they haven't spoke to in years, trying to mend fences or saying that they love people that they haven't said it to in years. But don't put fake energy out there because, of, you know, he could live that. Everybody can't be at that standard. So... I mean, I hope that this has changed some people because I almost laughed my, I mean, I almost laughed to the point where I cried when I heard 50 Cent say, I'm not going to argue or attack anybody online anymore. You know what? 50 Cent will forget this the first time he stubs his toe. <laughs> the first time that he cuts his fingernail, he's going to be like, well, fuck you. I hate you and you ain't shit because you know what? You got to be who you are. You can't be being Bryant. That that was Kobe. That's what made him unique. He was Kobe. 
You're Ned Boy. That's what makes you unique on this planet. I'm Doc. That's my uniqueness. But everybody is, oh, you know what? Everybody wants to throw up the flag of peace and love, and it's beautiful. But I I just want to know the energy. How long does the energy actually last? Yeah, I think Shaq said it best. He said, put things in perspective. Like, he, he basically said, like, he don't. He hasn't had time for people because he's constantly working, and it's like make you think like, in the span of a moment, somebody could pass. He said like his sister passed, now Kobe passed. Then sometimes you just gotta slow it down. Yeah, you know I um, you gotta slow it down to a pace that's uh, outrageous. I think we've been doing this podcast for a long time. And I have always kind of kept a lot of, like, who I am away from doing this. But I finally came to the conclusion in in my mind, and I made a promise. I had a serious, serious illness, serious illness that fucked me up for quite a few years. And it caused me to have open-heart surgery, not once, but two times now. Twice. The last time that I had open heart surgery, I had to actually sign my own death warrant. That was not easy to do, but it was real easy to do because I sat down with my wife and I said, baby, if I don't make it through this, I just got to know that you're going to be mentally fine because I'm fine if I got to go to sleep and I don't wake up. But they were not going to perform the surgery on me unless I signed these papers stating that If I don't recover, what do you want your condition to be? And I was like, you know what? If I can't walk, talk, think, you know, without ventilation, I don't want to be here. Now, I will say this, just to keep it real, it's not like uh, anybody uh, decided that the day were going to be any closer to me. The people that were close to me and knew about it, knew about it. The people who didn't know about it, I didn't let them know about it. But that's just me. You, know, you I didn't do one of those uh, take a picture in Facebook posts? I never took a picture in the hospital. <laughs> I never let yeah. anybody know I was in the hospital. Matter of fact, do you know what I did? I cut off all my social media. Right. Everything. I unfriended every friend I had. See, some people took it the wrong way. They have this illusion, and I hate this out of grown folks, especially people over 20. If you're guilty of this, you need to get your life together. When you're over 20, and I mean really between the ages of 10 and maybe 15 or 16, your social media friends are your world. But when you're over 20, a person should be able to unfriend you on any form of social media and you'll still be cool. Maybe they just don't want to see into all aspects of your life. Maybe Maybe you post too many fucking dinner pictures. Or maybe they're jealous. Maybe they're jealous that you travel and they don't. You know what I mean? You're fly and they're barely getting by. They don't. They still love you. They just don't want to see everything you do. My own mother deleted me, and so I had no problem with that. But you know what? I have people, man, who literally think that I don't dig them because I'm not on their Facebook page. I just spoke to a guy last week. I said, hey. I'm back on Facebook, he tells me. I said, well, good for you, because I'm not. 
<laughs> you know, I have I have a Facebook I have a Facebook page, but I, you don't even want to come to my Facebook page because it's completely a one hundred percent public because it promotes strange talk with Doc, and that's all it's there for. I don't have one personal friend, including I don't even have Netboy on my Facebook page. Am I speaking the gospel or not? Yeah, that's true. Okay then. Because my Facebook page, anybody can look up Strange Talk with Doc on Facebook and go and look at every picture that's there, every video that's there, and everything that's there will be involving this podcast. I took off every thought that I've ever had that didn't have anything to do with this podcast. Because it's that's not where my world is. If we don't speak, we still won't speak. But for a person not to speak to me because I unfriend him. Matter of fact, you know what? You did me a favor. You're a child. I'm an adult. We shouldn't even be real friends in real life. <laughs> you know? We really shouldn't even be friends in real life. So you said you did some traveling. Did you yeah, come across? Out. No, go ahead. No, I, just, I was out of Houston for the um, weekend, which is, I've never been before. It's a great city. Can't wait to go back so I could go to like Dallas and Austin and San Antonio. Uh, listen, I've been I lived in Houston. I lived in Houston, Texas. I visited. I've been visiting Houston since the uh, '80s. Yeah. Uh, my wife gets tired of hearing this. I thought the most beautiful girls that I've ever seen in my entire life were in Texas. So I love Texas, man. I've been to Austin. I've been to Dallas. I've been to Fort Worth. I've been all over Texas, pretty much. I like cities that's like melting pot, like New York City's a melting pot. Any place you go, you see different cultures integrate, integrated talking. I mean, it's 2020. It shouldn't even be a thing, but in some places you go, you don't see that at all. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Now, the reason I really asked you about that is, okay, we got this uh, coronavirus. And I'm going to say, for the corona beer people who are up in arms, who think that it was named after the beer, you need to wake up too. What happens is when you look at this virus under a microscope, it has a crown. Corona in Latin means a crown. And that's why it's called the coronavirus. Now, this thing has got over 10,000 people worldwide sick. Like 170 people all in China have died. It's hitting our country. Now, my main question to you, Net, was, did you see reactions at the airport as you were traveling to or from? Uh, now that this virus is hit, mostly Asians, but um, on the subway you see, oh my God, everyone has a mask on on the subway. Get out of town. Yeah, the subway, the subway is bad. I'm, I'm even talking about people from Harlem. I see with mask on. Okay, now let me ask you a question. Okay, now. There are a lot of Asians in uh, Houston, Texas. I will tell you that. They have a huge population there. Now, have you stopped eating, like, Chinese food and going to Chinese uh, markets since this virus has hit? No. So you've been going about life as usual? Yep, because I heard that you should be more concerned about catching the flu than you should be about catching this uh, coronavirus. Okay, 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 because I... uh, uh, right here, you don't see a lot of Asians. I will say that 
The only Asians I ever see really per se is when my wife goes to a, her, a certain hair shop and when I order Chinese food, which is very rarely. Yeah, it's very rare I get Chinese food now. I kind of cut Chinese food out of the diet. Unless, oh no, there's one Chinese spot that I literally have to drive like five miles to. That's the only place I will really go to. Well, that that's, you know what? For people who don't know, five-mile drive in Manhattan is a pretty nice drive. Yeah. Because Manhattan ain't the longest island in the world. I mean, that, that's... But it's really going from east to west, really, is the main concern. Oh, okay. But uh, this coronavirus is, uh, it's got people thinking of all these apocalyptic movies. And I went on the site this week because I'm a knucklehead and I like doing silly shit from time to time. And I looked up uh, rations, rations like MR, MFRs, I think they are, uh, you know, instant food from the army, military. Yeah. And you go to these websites, and I don't know if it's because of the doomsdayers. I don't know if it's because of uh, the people who believe in the apocalypse and the end of the world. All these food products are sold out. <laughs> sold out. Like, you can buy cases for $140, and you get, like, 50 meals with, like, warming pouches. Food looks like shit. Thank God I wasn't in the Army and the Marines. The Navy, we got food every day. We the masks are sold out too. You can't get a mask right now unless you buy one of those filtrated masks that cost like fifty dollars. But regular yeah, like can... surgical masks are sold out. Yeah, I'm sure that you can go to Army and Navy and get some of those old World War II gas masks, yeah. which you really look crazy. And um, or you could do what, unfortunately, I've seen some people over in Asia do, China to be specific have whole, like, uh, water jugs cut the bottom off. I mean, some of this uh, shit looks ridiculous. Yeah. I, mean, I, I saw mean, uh, my, my, my girl job sent the emails. They wanted them to buy masks, and they was going to give them my work. I was like, if I was a client coming into an office and everyone is sitting with a mask on, I don't think I'm going to meet that day. Yeah, I mean, is this what we supposed – is this the world we're now supposed to live in? Yeah, that's crazy. Because I, I was talking about this last week. When I was a kid, I predate HIV. I predate AIDS. I predate scar, SARS. Now I've lived through the HIV virus, the crack virus, <laughs> SARS virus, and now I'm living in the coronavirus day. It's been a hell of a it's been a hell of an experience on planet Earth for people of my age groups. Oh, don't you forget know? the like swine flu and stuff like that. Oh yes, yeah, swine flu. Uh, then there was some kind of other outbreak. I mean, there's so many outbreaks. Like right now, I guess people are re-renting all those uh, contagious movies. You know, all those movies yeah. that contain contagious stuff. I do think before you get a plane, they should give you a thermometer. And if your temperature is high, you can't get on that plane that day. Listen, there are doctor's offices that I've been to where they could take your fever, where they have that little magic wand they just rub across yeah. your forehead. They don't even have to put anything in your mouth. Just rub this. I remember one time I was at the doctor. I was like, you just took my temperature. They was like, yeah, we just took your temperature. I said, all you did was rub a thing across my head. It was like modern technology, my friend. Yeah, I would like that. Modern the technology. Plane. I took back from Houston was an international plane where it has the 
two end rows and the one in the middle. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, uh, some of these people should have been worn down before they got on this plane. And I was like I said, I was te- saying this in the beginning. When I found out about Kobe, I was actually booking a flight. We had spoke about that last week. I was yep. looking for flights. And I didn't realize that so many of these Mac 737s have been grounded. So we don't barely have any shit leaving out of North Carolina that's nonstop. Oh, because y'all anywhere, don't have man. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, we have a lot of flights, too, because Delta never purchased the 737s. So they're like their airline's been like fine. Y'all don't have y'all have more Southwest down there, right? Yeah, Southwest. But see, here's the thing with Delta. Delta never made a uh, nonstop. They never had a nonstop schedule to uh, the West Coast. Now oh, okay. I refuse to fly Frontier. Everything I've ever heard about Frontier is a nightmare and a horror show. So I won't touch Frontier Airlines because cheap ain't always good. Yep, I agree. I've been you on know, Spirit once. Yeah, like my mother used to tell me, free shouldn't be me. Just because it's free don't mean it's for you. Free, if it's free, I mean, if you're giving me a flight to Vegas for $149, there is something deadly wrong about that. I mean, that's just too fucking cheap. Yeah, I had a friend that flew to Paris. The flight, I think, was like... $200 or 225 from New York to Paris, one way. And she said that was the worst flight she ever been on in her life. She was like, the seats was made of plastic. You had to stay in one position. They charge you for water. I was like, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not grooving with that, man. I'm not grooving with that at all. Yeah, and I... Uh, No, you know what? You you pay for sometimes you pay for what you get in this life. There's yeah, a difference all the time. I, and I, I, they were like, "Why do you upgrade your seat?" I was like, "Dude, I want to be comfortable. I don't want to fly anywhere cramped up. I like to be. I like to have the aisle seat, and I like to sit in the comfort, the low extra leg room." Yeah, I am. If anybody knows me, they know that I'm not the tallest fella that you will ever meet. But I always sit in the aisle seat. And the reason I sit in the aisle seat is I got these shoulders, man, like uh, like Shaquille O'Neal. So I need fucking space. I literally need my shoulder in the aisle just to fit in a seat. Because a plane seating is not going to fit a person with my shoulders. So I have my wife in the middle. I always make sure she's middle. I'm out. And I ain't flying no other way. And then nowadays, you got a book where, okay, I was going to book with Delta United or American, right? But they give you a good price, and then when they give you the good price, then you got to bundle it up to be able to pick your seat. Yeah, because now you got to pay for the bag. Yeah. Yeah. So if the flight is, if you get it for two forty, by the time you bundle it with bag and and seat, it's still three fifty. Now, I don't mind paying. If I'm going somewhere, I'm going to pay to get there. If I can't afford it, I don't go. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not one of those prideful people that be like, I do shit that I can't afford or put a whole bunch of stress on my credit cards that I don't need to. You know? Because I'm not trying to keep up no ears with nobody. 
tell people that all the time. I don't play with no flights. Even the time mm-hmm. I flown Spirit, my flight was more than everybody else's. Cause I made sure I bought the the big seat so I could be comfortable. Yeah, I, I, I need, there's certain things I need. And see, my wife is not big on, uh, she ain't got no problem flying. She's the best flyer that I've ever flown with because she has a theory. And it kind of makes sense. She has no control when she's up in the air. So whatever happens, happens. But her thing is this. She don't want to fuck her. I mean, she's a woman. She don't want her luggage lost. So we try to stay on a flight where we don't have to change flights. See, we might get a connector as long as you don't have to leave that particular. Because one thing I don't want to hear is this woman complain. My God, man, I've been with her for 25 years. When she starts complaining, I, that shit is like scratching on a chalkboard to me. I mean, I, I, think, I, I'd rather fight six motherfuckers with, with, with uh, chains than hear her complain about anything. I take carry-ons everywhere I go because my luggage got lost twice, and that was a direct flight. I checked my bags in with five other people that was going to the same exact place, and my bag didn't make it, and my girl bag didn't make it. And the me, second time I, we went... My bag didn't make it. I was like, yo, this don't make no sense. I'm one of those people who change twice a day, man. I cannot take a carry-on. I can't fold like that anymore. I used to be able to fold like that when I was in the Navy. I'll fold a sea bag like a motherfucker, man, and have, like, everything I owned in one bag. But I don't know how to fold like that no more. Besides, I'm traveling with a woman. I got part of her... uh, in your bag. <laughs> I got part of her. Uh, I mean, fucking women need like nine hundred uh, face things and hair things and this. And you know what? I started. I started actually carrying less sneakers. I used to go like say go to Vegas. I bring five pairs sneakers. Now I just take two. You know. That was funny. And go- when we was in Houston, I only took one pair of sneakers. I normally take more. But I was like, I'm only going out there for the weekend. And of course, they hit me. They was like, oh, we're going to go to a bar downtown, and you can't wear sneakers. So I had to go to um, DSW and buy, like, a pair of shoes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I needed to actually something to to work now anyway. So Because they was like, you could have just found, like, a pair of $50 shoes. I was like, yeah, but I'm not, it's probably going to be something I couldn't wear, so I just bought what I liked so I could wear it to work. Yeah, that makes sense. And I just want to give a shout out, like anybody that's ever that's going through, especially some hard stuff, and you need, you know, to reach out to somebody. I think I got some experience. I ain't no expert. Just hit me up. Just look me up on Strange Talk with Doc. My uh, email is there. I'll be more than willing to uh, talk to you off the air. Uh, I, I'll be even willing if you're local to show up. I've uh, actually done support groups, so things of that nature. No problem at all. I have no problems uh, speaking. Uh, give me some motivations. Give me some help. Uh, a pat on the back if that's what you need. You know, whatever helps. Now, I want to. I want to do some light stuff. You know, you have any more words on Kobe that you would like to share? If not, we can move on from him. Oh yeah, we can move on. Just to say uh, R.I.P. to Kobe and uh, eight other passengers on that helicopter yes yes now i um seen something this week and it really disturbed me well i guess this might be blended into last week Stephen a smith made some uh ufc comments oh, yeah. about uh cowboy cerrone then he releases this video of him 
punching like if he's, I'm going to get you. Come here, let me get you. You know, he looking like a boxer from 1822. And I just got this to say to anybody who's never walked those three, never walked an aisle, never climbed those three steps. You have no right to ever talk about anybody in a derogatory manner who climbs those steps or walks those aisles. For him to say that he would have survived 40 seconds with Conor McGregor is one of the most asinine comments I've ever heard in my life. Conor McGregor would have found him in the first three seconds, and he'd be still sleeping two weeks later today. Yeah, especially when he took the warrior Jose Aldo down in what? What seemed like 17 seconds or something like that? Yeah, and Jose is a warrior. Yeah, yeah. Think about this. Uh, Moscow caught Ben Askew in like six seconds. Oh, yeah. You can't run in. What did Stephen A. Smith think his 50-year-old ass? And first of all, to question, you know what? I don't like Cowboy Cerrone, and I don't like him only because of his Trump politics, right? I don't like Conor McGregor, and I only don't like Conor McGregor because of his assholioness. But do I respect both when they get inside that octagon? Those are complete and utter warriors. To say that this man quit when he had broken bones in his face, do you know the damage that Conor McGregor could do to a man in, in less than a minute? He probably played Stephen A in a coma. Yes, and for Stephen A to literally sit out there and say, I could have did better. I love how, you know what, this, this ass clown literally last week said something like he could have led the 49ers to the Super Bowl. If you put him behind center, he could have, can you, you know what, these guys, they sit on TV, they make this massive amount of money, and it gets to their head. They start thinking that vicariously they could do what they see other people do. He could he could throw a 50-yard pass? Yeah, well, he said he could do, he could hand the ball off to uh, Coleman and, you know, and run the offense like that. Yeah, he and he could take a sack from um, an angry linebacker. That didn't work for Tennessee, handing the ball off to Derrick Henry. Man, there's a girl in the projects that will sack him and fuck his back up. So, <laughs> I mean, you know what? You, you, these guys got to stop fooling each other. You can't, you know, you could sit at home. You couldn't guard Michael Jordan. You can't guard Carmelo Anthony. You can't throw a baseball to Derrick Jeter. Stop thinking that you can climb in the ring with Deontay, uh, DeAndre Wilder. These are fantasies. You cannot do any of these things. It's not happening. Now, what you can do, and I, I don't like it, you can do the Dolly Parton Challenge. That you can do. <laughs> okay? You can't do any of those other things I just said, but the Dolly Parton Challenge, which I find to be ridiculous i don't understand why every time a celebrity blows their nose the general public thinks it's the most intriguing and fascinating thing me personally you want to have to light me i don't even know what tinder is uh tinder is a dating app okay i thought it was a dating app so first of all as a married man i don't have fucking tinder so I can't do Tinder, and I don't even know what my polls would be for that. I did like that. I, Eminem flipped it, and he used Grinder. You know what Grinder is? I, I guess that's the gay version. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, that, that that kind of makes sense. Even though I think I think that when you start to get uh, I guess south of fifty, I mean forty five, some things you just let pass you by. Yeah. Some things you just pass by, you know. And 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 I'm, I'm feeling. I was in my feelings yesterday. I watched this little girl. And God bless this little this little lady. Her dinosaur song. Have you heard that? Oh, I never heard of that. Well, it's only like uh, forty seconds. Just look it up. It's a little girl from England, and she sings this dinosaur song. And uh, this little girl went viral. And will have more success than I will probably ever have in my life off a 13-second song. And I'm hoping that it's not the peak of a whole entire existence. I hope that she has a lot of bigger and brighter and better things coming. But it's amazing. The little song and everybody's up in their feelings and they crying. And, you know, the dinosaur didn't say goodbye. That's all you got to put in. Dinosaur didn't say goodbye. She'll pop right up. Now I uh, let's talk some television, man, because we ain't gonna be here much longer. I got a uh, documentary for you. It's called The uh, Bronx. Just the Bronx. The Bronx. All right, cool. It was on HBO. You could probably find it somewhere. But this is not. This is a love story to the Bronx. This ain't no horror story. You know how most documentaries always want to show you. Just the ghetto and the grime and the grit. Isn't no, a different part dude... of the Bronx? Hmm? <laughs> no, I was, I was just saying there's a different part of the Bronx besides the grimy. But... Yeah, yeah, well, the Bronx is grimy and it's gritty. But this didn't just focus on that. This also focused on, you know, it was like a love letter to the Bronx from an old man. So I found it really, really good. So I, I have to give that uh, thumbs up. And for your people who do not know, Curb, your enthusiasm is back, and it is crazy as ever. Net, if you don't watch anything on television, watch an episode of Curb, your enthusiasm. Larry David, I question myself every week when I say, how does he not get murdered on his own show? (laughs) He is such a piece of garbage. He he took George Costanza from Seinfeld and put him to the 52nd power. Because now he's allowed to curse, have sex, say antiphobic, homophobic shit. Uh, it, it's, it's just crazy show, but it is so much fun. You don't even have to... You don't even have to watch the new episode. You could just put on any episode you find, and I guarantee you he's doing something that you would say, if he did that to me, I would punch him in his mouth. Power, I love the last episode. Again, I think that these last four episodes have been better than the whole last season. Oh, yeah. Wait, I can't remember. Who was the episode on? Oh yeah, this, yeah. Was, this was the Tate episode. So the very last episode, which will be tomorrow, only really leaves us three people. Sykes. Wait, is it tomorrow? Because someone said February 9th. Oh come on, man. 
Oh, well, you know what? Tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday, so they might actually give themselves a a respite for a week. Kind of makes sense, but there's only really three people left. I'm not gonna con- I'm not gonna consider that woman he was dating, because the rumor was that the girl that he was dating, the last chick, was Silver's yeah. sister. But I think we would have known if she was Silver's sister or not. Yeah, I think they would have hinted at that. There's only Tariq or Tasha left. Yeah, and I think it's going to come down to, even though it doesn't really make a lot of sense, I think Sykes killed him. And I I hate Sykes. I don't know why Sykes is still around. Why is he still involved with an investigation and he's been fired? He's been fired. What DA do you know that's fired is still working with cops in investigation? You think it would be Sykes? Because remember, Tommy saw the person and Ghost was like, nah, just let it be. Yeah, uh, but I don't think it would have been Tariq because if they're going to build a... Last week said two things to me. Does Power 2 evolve around politics? Because let's not forget, 50 Cent's trying to be slick, but he's not slick. He's pulling a wire. When they got rid of uh, the two main characters in the wire, Originally, they yeah. went away from the street completely. They went to the docks. Oh, yeah, season two. I thought that was the worst season. Right. I think that he's going to now build his show around Lorenz Tate as a power move in politics. Just using outside street stuff. It won't be about drugs no more. Because if you really think about it, the drug empire is dead. There's no Tommy. There's no goals. There's no distributor. Who the hell is the the distributor? I mean, who's based? Oh, the gangster. He got done in. The thing was that on the Tommy episode, didn't Tariq send the Italians for he gave up Tommy's location? Because when Vince pulled him over, he said he got it from Tariq. Right, but don't forget, he killed them. So they're ghosts now, too. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying, because I was like, well, if Tariq could give up Tommy's location, maybe he's the one that has something to do with ghosts. Well, Tommy was supposed to be his boy. Now, think about this. If if Tariq is in prison for murder, he cannot be involved with Power 2. Oh, yeah, for real. I mean... I I just don't think he'll get caught. Because then now what are we going to do? We're going to go through another whole season. We've already did that with Ghost. Now we're going to go through a whole season of a murder trial with the son. I don't yeah. think people are going to stick around for that. You know. I watched uh, Criminal Minds. That that shit was good. Very good episode. I'm a big yeah. fan of Ink Master. And I'm loving your boy Lincoln. Lincoln Ryan. Yeah, I missed I missed yesterday's, but I got to record it. Oh, no. I got that on hold for today. I was doing something else last night, so that's my today watch. This Is Us is just, this is us. Nothing you can fucking say about the show just rolls on. It's consistently good television. You know, Law and Order was a really good episode, and people in New York could really, really relate to the episode because it was about suicide by, you know, cop suicides. So they put that into the to the show. I'm watching a 
a documentary called 30 for 30 Vic. Part one was outstanding, uh, Ned. Outstanding. Uh, Mike Vic? Yeah, Mike Vic. I'll check that out, too. Uh, the next part comes on next Thursday, but part one was outstanding. Now, I just want to throw this in there because you've probably seen it. Uh, I've seen Edge return to WWE. Yeah. And um, Edge pulled off a good one. I thought that uh, Randy Orton's uh, promo was real good with Edge, but then the Viper being the cold bastard that he is, and to actually, you know, to use cheer shots on a guy with a bad neck really drew the people in. And I think that's what the job is, to draw people into what they're watching. And I see that as a WrestleMania match. So I, I don't tip my hat to the WWE a lot lately. But in this instance, I think it was a pretty good move. I, I enjoyed that one. I haven't been watching Raw. I, I, I kind of fast forward through it. I mean, that's how I caught it. But I want to say I did catch a new show called Truth Be Told with um, Octavia Spencer and the kid from, oh, damn, what's the show where they was cooking meth? Cooking meth. Uh, Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad, yeah. So Octavia Spencer and the Jesse from Breaking Bad had a like a limited series show called um, Truth Be Told. It was actually a pretty good watch. It was only eight episodes, but you probably have to find it online unless you got like Apple TV or something. Okay, well, I'll, Truth Be Told, I'll put that in my mental Rolodex, and I'm going to give that a try. Now, I ain't got to say something that's kind of embarrassing, but what the hell? You got to air your your dirty laundry every once in a while. I am a huge, and I'm all man, people. I am a huge ID channel addict. I shoot ID channel through my veins. Uh, Joe Kittner, who did his last show, Homicide Hunter, just went off this week. I'm going to miss that. Man, I don't know what it is, but every night before I go to bed, I guess before, I don't even watch sports. I turn on this fucking ID channel and watch these people kill their husbands, wives, kids, and, their, and relatives, and neighbors, and I love it. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't. It's like, like I said, it's right now. It's like a drug to me. I can't even. I can't even help myself. I, I must have like ten shows just sitting on my uh, TiVo waiting for me to watch them. You know, fatal vows, uh, fear thy neighbor, uh, fatal attraction for your man. I love shows like that, man, because <laughs> anything that's done like in a documentary style where people talking shit and then they just show you a little bit of action and then the cops come on and say, this is what we had to do. I, I just watch them. I love them. And I got to give I got to give a big up to the ID channel. If I had to lose a couple of channels to keep the ID channel, I would do it in a heartbeat, man. Now, I don't know how big you are on this still, net boy, but Facebook just had to settle a $550 million lawsuit for collecting illegal biometric data again. This fucking Mark Zuckerberg, is the, he's the devil, man. All that money he got, he can't let a little couple of coins fall on the floor. He got to get every dime. I can't yeah, really fuck with Facebook, stupid. man. I'm like, yo, y'all don't bring him back in? Obviously, this company needs to be taking a task. 
Yeah, Facebook is Facebook is selling any kind of information, your biorhythms, uh, what you do. Uh, that's why they want so much information of like your habits. And if you like something. That's why I tell people when you get these new apps, like if you download the app on your phone and they give you the option of not not logging in or linking it to your Facebook, don't link it to your Facebook. Just create another username and password. Because if you link it to your Facebook account, they're going to have all that information from that app as well. Yeah, and Zuckerberg, is, like I said, he will, the dude is worth billions. If he's seen six pennies on the floor, two flights underneath him, he would take the elevator downstairs to pick up the six fucking pennies because he's that demented when it comes to money. His, I'm like people giving him new free information, constantly free information. Yeah, yeah. I, I posted that also on my Instagram. I didn't, I'm not uh, buying your soul. You've given it to me. That's the uh, meme on Zuckerberg. You handed it to me, you know? So tomorrow is the big... Back to everybody information. Yeah, but do you really even do Facebook like, say, you did five years ago, seven years ago? No, like I said, the only thing I use Facebook for, I follow a, a few uh, group news, very rarely post any pictures. Um, group news, and if, like, the dumb guy on my job that couldn't figure out how to open the laptop, I had to post about that. That was it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't... I don't like I I already explained it's early in the show and I don't want to rehash it, but me and Facebook uh is no friend of mine. So people you all know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday. We got the Kansas City Chiefs versus San Francisco forty ers which means for most of us people like me, I gotta sit through these fucking commercials so I can figure out what everybody's talking about Monday. Then there's the shitty halftime show, Shakira and uh, J-Lo. I guess I'll watch it because what else is there to do? But San Francisco versus Kansas City, who you got? I got I got the 49ers. I just think they got a better defense. And I think defense win championships. So I think they go edge them out. I am 100% in agreement with you. Kansas City, I think, is a... One-trick pony, devastating offense, but they don't have the balance. I think San Francisco got the proper balance of offense, and they got the proper balance of defense. Dominating defense with a steady offense and a good running game. I'm hoping I'm hoping for a good game. Anything's got to be 13-3 that we got last year. Anything. Yeah, it should be a shootout. It should be a shootout to, like, the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I see uh. Let me see. 37-31 San Francisco. I hope so cuz I got I got some weird numbers this year so I need I need the score to rack up. Yeah, but see you never know, man. If it's your lucky day, I hope, you know what? I hope you fucked them up real thoroughly and went all four quarters. Yep. I hope you get the first quarter then they score 10, which will give you the same last number, and then yeah. they score 10, <laughs> and they score 10, and then they score 10. So yeah, I, I wish you another league wish where you they luck. give you money every time the score changes, and I was like, "Oh, this is great." But that must be expensive to get in. Yeah, that one was like uh, I think it was like forty or fifty dollars a box. You damn right it is because, I mean, they're just not gonna hand you over money unless it's there. Yeah. 
But at least tomorrow, well, tonight, for basketball fans, I'm going to go through this real quick. I don't even waste too much time on it. Tonight, you got the 76ers versus the Celtics. Something to do tonight. Good game. Tomorrow, for those of us like me who have not seen a full Zion game, before the Super Bowl, I believe at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on ABC, we got the Pelicans versus the Rockets. I am there. I get to see a full Zion Williamson game. Yeah, I didn't watch the one that was televised. Yeah, he was on last night too, I think. And didn't no, he was I watched on the Lakers game last night. Okay, there, the Lakers. Monday, we got the Mavs versus the Pacers. You also had the 76ers versus the Heat. Tuesday, you got Zion again and the Greek Freak. So that's the Bucks and the Pelicans. The Pelicans are on TV all the time because of Zion. Yep. My Spurs played the Lakers. Tuesday, Wednesday, we got the Pacers versus the Raptors. The Nuggets played the Jazz. That's a very good game. The Heat played the Clippers, so Wednesday is loaded. Thursday, we got the Pelicans versus the Bulls. Now, you know damn well the only reason this is on TV because Zion. Yeah, because the only reason what the I hell? Bulls yesterday because of the Nets, and I was like, Bulls sink, sink. Yeah, then you got the 76ers versus the Bucks. This is also Thursday. My Spurs are playing the Trailblazers. I only started talking about the Spurs because they've been playing a little bit better basketball, and they're going up against the Trailblazers, which is like a team that they're fighting for that last spot. They've been playing well lately. Yeah, see, but here's the thing that's killing me about the Spurs. They're beating all the playoff teams and losing to teams like the Suns. We just lost to the Bulls. (laughs) <laughs> we lose to the Bulls and then the next day beat the Jazz. Does that make sense? No, it does not. All right, Bulls posted how come um, Zach Levine was snubbed from the All-Stars. I'm like, uh, the team was 1-19 against playoff teams. My, That's my, get you in the All-Star game. My biggest snub is uh, Devin. Oh, Booker? Devin Booker. I. Devin Booker is the first player in the history of the NBA to average 27 points and six assists and not make the All-Star team. But you know what? The All-Star game is going to be weird. I don't like even I don't fully even understand these I don't new, understand the rules, yeah. Yeah, the new rules for the game. Then we already know that no matter what happens, the biggest the biggest thing about this All-Star game is the fight for who's going to win number eight and who's going to win number 24 for each team. Well, I think now they changed it to uh, 24 and two for his daughter. Okay. So those are going actually, I think the number should hang in the rafters for that game and nobody should be allowed to wear it. I don't think anybody should be allowed to wear 24 for the game. Period. So Cuban said he, he's going to retire those numbers for the Mavs. He don't, he's not sure if the whole NBA would go do it as a package, but he said he'll do it for the math. I, you know what? If the NBA decides to honor Kobe in that manner, I got no problem. Do I think that that should happen? No. I think what needs to happen is if just get that fucking statue out in front of the Staples Center and call it a day. That's where he needs to be honored. Remove the Magic Johnson statue. Well, they have a Shaq, they have a Shaq, and they have a oh, Magic. Put a Kobe. Yeah. 
Put the damn Kobe statue. It should be uh, commissioned right now. Somebody should be working on it today. Get that thing out there ASAP. Keep the numbers on the floor. I like that. You got the two numbers in the rafters. But league-wide, you don't. Think about it. They haven't even figured out how to league-wide uh, give David Stern any props other yep. than they wearing a DS on their jersey. Now, I say name the All-Star MVP trophy, if it doesn't have a name, the Kobe Bryant Award. I have yeah, no problem work. with that, too. That'll work. Because the, the finals MVP already is the Bill Russell Award. Name something if you want to honor Kobe because, you know, you're going to get positive feedback and you're going to get negative feedback no matter what you do because Kobe was a man. You can't talk about Kobe without talking about Denver. That is a part of Kobe's legacy. I wasn't there. I I ain't going to make him guilty or no, I'm not going to exonerate him. But it is a part of who he is. You know? So... You're going to get feedback. You're going to get back, you know, oh, this is great and this sucks. And sometimes it's never enough. Either way, you know, it's never you, enough. Did you hear that reporter that said the Los Angeles niggers? Uh, yes, and thank you for bringing that up. And I'm going to tell you now, nobody in the history of the world ever said the Indianapolis crack paces. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it seems like nothing happened. As a matter of fact, we didn't even talk about this ass clown, and it only takes a minute. Trump's impeachment hearings and all this bullshit is over. Expect him to be cleared and exonerated Wednesday. Him bloating and gloating in our face with 500 fucking tweets about, I told you, look at me, everything's perfect. I'm the greatest, bestest whoever she lived. Was this, this thing was rigged. Anybody else would have been ousted. And you want to know something, man? I hope every one of those fucking Republican senators pay the price in their legacy when they have to answer to their God. Yeah, I hope some of them get voted out uh, next year. Because I'm like, it, it, it only took four to add a witness. Like, come on. We can't even go on trial. If we commit a crime, we can't go on trial without a witness. Yeah, and if you if you think about this, Nat, if they refuse to vote to have the witnesses, you know they're not going to vote to impeach. Because yeah, basically everybody's already saying Wednesday it'll be official, it's over. Yeah, he's gonna he has a State of the Union Tuesday, which hopefully I don't come home until after that's over. Don't worry, you'll hear the highlights of some Listen, one thing about nah, I'm not going to try. I try to avoid. I try to. I'm at the point now where I used to get up in the morning, get ready for work, watch Good Morning America. Um, now I don't watch nothing because I can't. I can't take this. I can't be in the Trump world anymore. I, I don't even want to hear it now. Listen, I'm sorry, Ned. I ain't not asking you to go the conditional route, traditional route. I'm asking you to go the abnormal route. Find some. If you want to hear the highlights, find the ridiculous shit on a YouTube video where he's going to say outlandish. I mean, you know, before I get out of here, I heard something this week. And this is how far gone these people are with Trump. 
Kellyanne Conway gave Donald Trump full credit for longevity of humans' lives. Can you fucking believe this? People are living longer. Their life expectancy is longer. And all credit should go to Donald Trump. How do you look in the mirror and say that man there who can't even have a proper fucking haircut and a fat ass body? He actually looked like he has body odor to me. This dude is responsible for humans living longer. If Not I was her husband, a, we would get divorced. I, 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 just, yeah. I, yeah, we, I can't deal with this. Not a god. Not not a higher power. Not even alien life forces. Medicine. Science. No. Donald Trump is responsible for humans living longer. How do you even say shit like that? How does that come flow? How does that flow out of your mouth and you don't go to yourself, you know what? I am. What is the matter with me? The lady wants to get, she wants to get, like, uh, really hot when people talk about Trump. Oh, man, she needs a bucket. This bitch is, she she must have a hole in her chair with a bucket when she's doing these reports. She loves him. Uh, this is beyond, I mean, this is, this is crazy. And you know what, people? That's all the Trump that you're going to get from us. Listen, man, I don't know if you're going to be with me next week or not, but I know... Next week, I got to talk some U.S. I mean, uh, some, uh, what the hell, XFL. Oh, that starts this week, right? That starts next Saturday, I believe. Oh, next Saturday, aye. That's right. So there'll be some XFL talk. And Net, man, I appreciate you calling in, man. I hope it's it's damn cold here, I will tell you that. I hope it ain't too Oh, we got mild weather here, so I'm pretty good. No, we don't. I hear mild weather's coming, but we in the 30s, man. So it's pretty chilly. 30s and rain, that's that's pretty chilly. Yeah. Put it just where I had the heat on, so I know it's chilly. And uh, But I appreciate you calling in. If you don't have anything else to uh, say, we're going to sign off and get out of here and enjoy our days. Yeah, thanks for having me. If I'm not, on, if I'm not at work next week, I'll call in. Fantastic, man. You have a good week, my friend. Be easy. Right, you too. Have a good one. Everybody, like I tell you each and every time, this is Strange Talk with Doc, and I've been your host, and it's been my pleasure. You can look me up on your favorite search engine. Give me a holler. Shout me out. Share, like, comment. I would love to hear from you. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you. And peace to yours.